following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 362. Yeah, buddy. Date of production for those keeping scores the 17th day of the month of January. It's a Sunday, which means i got to go to the studio here in a little while and go do the booze and booze. Tonight it is uh, Tony ha- uh, Tony uh, Tony Holiday. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tony Holiday, and I have uh, Eric Summer also on the program tonight. Uh, that'll be big fun. You can tune in uh, at 8 p.m. Central Time, radio-memphis.com. It'll be live. It'll be fun. It'll be uh, booze and blues, literally. <laughs> we, we, we live up to its name. As a matter of fact, coming up uh, here on this episode of the program, we've got an interview that was taken from an episode from there. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. You'll have a lot of fun with it. This It was more laughs than anything else because it was really fun. Peter Parchek will uh, will join this program here in just a little while. It's uh, it's big fun. It's, it's it, There's some good music in there, too. Uh, and... Um, We've got some other stuff. We got some more uh, more interviews coming because that's what we do now. And I've uh, I've reached out to uh, uh, my my friend Eileen. We should be getting some more bookings here before too terribly long. So there is that. Uh, the news, uh, you know, it's it's fun. Um, it's fun. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Have you been paying attention? The past few weeks, uh, past few years, if you want to get down to it. We have just been inundated with uh, more news than we knew what to do with, I think. And the, you know, the the point being, you know, we live in this 24-hour news cycle now. Things happen in the middle of the night and things things are always going on. And you you, you sit there and you go, man, am I gonna, how am I going to hang with this? How am I going to be? You, you just do. And, you know, looking back as things begin to become a little more, I don't know, some people are arguing with me when I say this, but I think things are, are, are looking up and things are looking a little bit better. And the question then becomes, uh, how can you say that? <laughs> Were you not paying attention to the year 2020? <laughs> that was 2019, 2018. They were all wild. We had we had a, we had a, we had a wild stretch. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to a, a return to the boredom. I know it sounds crazy, but things are starting to turn up that way too. You know, there's we're starting to get we went through a, a hell of a thing here. The the insurrection, the attempted coup. Uh, I mean, shit, the vice president nearly got assassinated by his own president. I mean, Jesus, you can't write this stuff very well. Thankfully, though, as I've said, that whole thing was conducted by morons. And I know it's not a very popular thing for me to talk about that kind of stuff, and and I typically don't. But it does bear mentioning that uh, the seditionists who attacked the Capitol is something that we should all never forget. It needs to be always remembered that we we were faced with this sort of thing. And we should also never forget the fact that had they had been about a teaspoon smarter than Forrest Gump, they probably would have done a lot more damage than they did. Thankfully, it was conducted by idiots. That doesn't mean that the next time it won't be. So just, you know, remember what happened. Because you'll if you see it start to happen again, then you'll know. <laughs> you'll know what to do. So, uh, so there. That's really all I'm going to say about that. I don't know. Get too far into all that. I mean, it's everywhere you go. You know, it's starting. I guess though, it's starting to, it's starting to lighten up a bit. 
and uh, the news is, and and I'm looking forward to a bit of, you know, boredom. So, uh, you know, there is that. <clears throat> Be that as it may. You know what happens when the news gets boring? You start looking at more stupid shit. And that's what I that's where I love to hang out. <laughs> Shining a light on the stupid. That's what we do. We'll pause. We'll be back. We'll join uh, we'll have uh, we'll have Peter Parchek join the program. Uh-huh. This was uh, this was recorded a few weeks ago. Um uh Natalie of course was sitting was in there and I believe LJ was in the room as well as Mark Caldwell. So uh it's if you didn't hear it it's 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 fun. It's a blast. We had a great time and it's one of the most we've all laughed in a long long time and I think you'll enjoy it. It is next right up after this brief break and you're listening to it right here from Radio Land. Wizards is Corona Free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas hats and more on sale right now cbd kratom products and personal cleansers for that job interview open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 madison avenue in midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com wizards because it's still smoking you must be 18 or older to buy smoking related products what 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 what, what? Oh, i'm just giggling what what? I, I, I don't know. Show I'm, happening I, I, now, live. I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be totally laid back in 2021, as you know, our new list has described us. So I, that, yeah, they described that's, that's they described Radio Memphis as yeah. the most laid back of 2020 from the planet. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you know, wait, wait, wait. wait. We Somebody up, described it. Who? We the got, station? We, we got on another list. Uh, oh, oh, you didn't know about this? No, I didn't you know about the, the first one. Oh, the first wow. one I knew about. Yeah, from the Hollywood, oh, wow. Hollywood yeah. Entertainment right, News. Right. This one's the Hollywood Digest. Picked us up. And what we did are they say? so Hollywood now. 2020's honey. most laid back show. Radio All Memphis. right. Well, we are pretty laid back. We are pretty laid back. It's all the booze and the blues. <laughs> it has its moments of intensity as we relive during the during the break when but Natalie I mean, was regaling but I mean, us you know, her tales you know, from the, the blues. What, the blues, what are they the judging? Herb. I think they're judging that on Radio Land, not our show, obviously. I right? Know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't submit any of this. I don't. So. I you know well. I'm happy to be a part of it. Anything really? Yeah. No, I think it's pretty cool. It is. It's awesome. You know what else is cool? We got we got we we got a, we got an artist on the line, and he's got a new album. And he's pretty cool himself. Uh, yes, he is. Mr. Peter Parchek has joined us. Hello, Peter. How are you, sir? I'm good. I don't know if I'm as laid back as you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we can pause for a minute if you need to. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you're having a good time. I like that. Well, you know, that's that. If it's one thing that we're doing over here is having a having a fine time and getting a, getting a chance to talk to to folks like you and uh, and bringing us some music that uh, we we're, we're frankly uh, new to, and uh, that's 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 a good thing. Uh, Mississippi Suitcase is the album, and this is a uh, pretty interesting stuff you've got out here for us i hope you mean that as a compliment <laughs> absolutely. i do absolutely. i do mean that as a compliment absolutely um no it's uh uh i we don't we don't we don't we have we have rules over here just don't suck and and, and you know yeah you that's don't. about it that's about it and you definitely don't you don't you don't suck peter oh, that's, oh that was God. something a producer used to yell at me right when i was about to do a vocal <laughs> don't suck <laughs> and the response at that point should be hey i make no promises man 
Isn't there a knob on the board? That microphone, but look, he has his Mississippi suitcase ready, you know. So, hey, you don't like it? I'm out of here. <laughs> no, this is great. You're a, you're, a, you're a soul guitarist, it says here on my little sheet here. Well, yeah, I, I, I play from, from, from that, or I try to. You know, try to contact that and express that. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if I have to be guilty of something, I'll be guilty of that. <laughs> I like what it says here. Uh, called As Bad as Eric Clapton by Buddy Guy, this blues-fueled musical explorer distills 11 originals and classics spanning more than 80 years into an eloquent, urgent, and timeless display of the genre's heart, depth, and durability. You don't look 80. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. These reviews are that was like, a nice compliment. I, I think I might know the person that wrote that. And there are, I mean, and there are more. There's so many more. Um, a singular sound, unlike anyone else on today's blue scene. You're as bad as Eric Clapton. Well, that can be a double-edged sword, though. You know. And, well, wait a minute. Out, wait a minute. Else. And wait a minute. And I know Eric Clapton, and that's my buddy, fucking guy, dude. So hey, you know. Listen, yeah, that's not room. that's not too shabby. I mean, you, you're no. getting you know you're getting comments like that already. Like, tell tell us about you. Tell us about your background. Tell us where you are. You know, we want to hear about you know your new CD, all that. Well, I live uh, just outside of Boston, and uh, been playing playing guitar in this kind of zone probably since. Around the seventies, late seventies. I, I lived in England for a year in the sixties during the blues boom. Oh yeah, uh, which was amazing. I wasn't playing guitar; I was uh, playing harp and and singing. And uh, playing harp, you know, but uh, uh, blues okay. harp. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but I got bumped out of there because I was working without a permit. I was playing clubs without a permit. Oh so, really? Oh, and I took that very seriously. <laughs> Apparently so. You, so but it was an so amazing you, so you had to, to have a permit to people, play. So. You had to have a permit. What kind of a permit? It's a worker's permit to play in yeah, the club. in order to actually be making money in clubs, you had to have a permit. Plus, you had to sort of prove that you could do something that <clears throat> I guess that the, the British musicians couldn't, and I couldn't really do that. <laughs> but. I mean, I couldn't prove it. I could do something they couldn't do, but well, how I was you American. Supposed, that how was are what you I had going. That's, that's an odd thing to, to lay on a brother. I mean, it's yeah, like, can I you mean, do like, something different than... I than, mean, like, and how are you supposed to prove that? Like, I mean, and to who? I mean... Well, John Mayall can't play this lick, goddammit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would have played with him if he was... <laughs> well, of course, yeah, but... But hey, I mean, you got you, you got really uh, on this record too. You've got you've got the Dickinson brothers on this thing, uh, Luther and Cody. You, Seriously? Yes, yeah, no, pretty wow. amazing. Uh, Luther Dickinson is wow. He's uh, he's something special. That he is, yeah. Something special, man. How did how did you how did you get hooked up with the, with those guys? Um, well, actually, that track is from a a session uh, like a couple of years before. I did a record in Nashville with a, a drummer producer named Marco Giovino, who used to play with uh, Buddy Miller, and he also played. He played in the Band of Joy with uh, yeah. Robert Plant. Anyway, Marco knew um, 
he knew the Dickinsons and actually had played. I think he's sat in sometimes. You know, like if Cody's not available, he sometimes will will play with them. But anyway, um, it was through Marco, and uh, and he brought these amazing musicians, including Luther, to uh, to his house basically because that's where we did it. And and, um, and, and, and Luther's uh, unbelievable. At Cody's I mean, house, at Luther's well house, know, he's unbelievable. So. Well, uh, whose house? What an honor where? just to you know be in a room with him and then get to play with him was. No, and this was up in Nashville then, right? Right? It wasn't. Yeah, this was in Nashville. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you you write all this material. Of course, some of it's not all entirely yours, but um, right. uh, you're bringing you're bringing this stuff to these guys. It, is there is there a, is there a cultural difference in you know somebody from the northeast you know the you know the northeastern seaboard there and you're bringing you're bringing a sound down into this area that's you know hey I, I'm I'm enamored with this is was there lessons learned out of all of this or was it like hey we're all on the same page? Well, there's definitely something special about Memphis for sure. I mean, the history is so deep, the traditions are so deep. So for me, I learn every time I, I mean, I wish I could come there now, but, you know, obviously we have to wait till it's safer. But, um, yeah, when I, when I, any time I've gotten to come to Memphis, it's been incredibly inspiring and it's always a learning experience. But in terms of making a record, you mean, you know, it's, luckily music is a language. So you, you, you know, if, even if people don't speak the same language when they're playing instruments, they they are able to communicate. Amen. Yeah. Um, thank God. You know, I wish we had more of that. We'd have a more peaceful world. Oh America. God, you're right. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess the process for making Mississippi Suitcase was a pretty painless process for you then. Um, it was actually not painless, but because um, I had had an injury where I um, messed up my wrist. Well, I didn't mean it physically, but. Uh, <laughs> I get it. I mean, you know, it's a guitar injury or whatever the case may happen. Guitar injury. You know, heard himself playing the harmonica while in the bathroom. I mean, you know, these things happen. Yeah, carrying it into the club. <laughs> sure. I mean, but I mean, as far as like, you know, okay, so you see, so you're, you're going through a physical injury, but as far as the whole process itself was was relatively smooth, I guess is probably what I should have asked. Yeah, it took a while. Um, you know, I'm an independent, so I have to find funding where I can find it and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, most of it we did uh, up here, actually. The the track with, with Luther and Mickey Raphael, that had actually been done previously with Marco, and um, there's also a track on there with Spooner Oldham, and that had also been done uh, in Alabama uh, previously with Marco. So we had those two tracks. <clears throat> they just didn't fit on the, the previous record, so the rest of the stuff we did up here with um, with local guys, um, Tom West, who used to play with uh, Susan Tedeschi, and a um, great young drummer named Tim Carmen, who plays with GA20, and my buddy Mark Hickox, who played bass. Oh. So, so this so all went well, a, yeah. For, I mean, like, for a Boston guy... <laughs> he's getting around. He's hanging with some really... the blues in Boston. Have you ever hey, been there? Hey, he's hooking up <laughs> with some cool fucking people. Sorry, excuse me. You and your <laughs> no, no, no. I love that. Well, my mom always said that I was actually, you know, 
brought here by alien. She wasn't convinced <laughs> <laughs> that I was hers. So uh, <laughs> we actually found you, Peter. We just raised you. And uh, <clears throat> tell tell us about your new CD, um, Mississippi Suitcase. Yeah, and the the lead song, Mississippi Suitcase. I'm interested to know is did you write that, and did it come did. from personal experience? Yeah, it. It actually came out of Memphis, believe it or not. Oh, really? I'd come to Memphis for something, I either to play a gig or one of these, you know, awards things, because I, I like going to the the Blues Awards, and um, and I've been lucky to play it a couple of times. Not that I've won any any stuff, but it's just an honor to be there. And uh, anyway, I was in a cab, and uh, cabbie was very loquacious. And very well informed about music, but very loquacious. Loquacious. Talkative. And he started, yeah, and he started talking about his relationships. And uh, he said, "Well, you, you know, I had a recent breakup with my wife, and you know, I told her she could, she could have everything. She could have the house. She could have the other car. And I went upstairs and I put everything I own into two Mississippi suitcases." Huh. Oh, my wow. car, my other car. And Talk about fate, and right? I just stared at him. And he's like, "Oh, you're from the north. You have no idea what the hell I'm talking about." I'm like, "Yeah, what is a Mississippi suitcase?" <laughs> he said, "You ever see a green hefty bag?" <laughs> Same thing, man. Same thing. But but the idea of green though. Usually they're black. Hey, it doesn't matter. It's a hefty I bag. Know, well, I know. Okay. Okay. He, he, just yeah. Yeah. Dark green. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. It gets the point across. Dark green. Yeah, carrying my shit in a bag. Yeah, well, I get it, man. Camo. <laughs> and so you decided to stay in Boston. You didn't want to move down here, huh? I actually, I actually almost did move down there several times because I have some friends, dear friends, in and around Memphis, and uh, I love Memphis. So I've come close, but uh, you know, not to date. Well, we're here. Um, yeah, you know. man. Well, whenever this doggone virus thing gets yeah. figured out, and we can move around a little bit more, it's that's thrown everybody into uh, into some weird oh, hard man. times. Uh, God it, hasn't it? Has it, uh, clearly you're not playing, so I guess you know. Yeah, it's a, it's really a drag. I'm playing every day, but I'm yeah, I can't play. I'm not playing for money. You Nobody know, can play. No, really, nobody can play. How how has the has COVID really? We haven't heard much from Boston uh, since we hear like New York and we hear Los Angeles. We hear of El Paso, Texas. But I mean, how how badly affected was Boston through all of this? If you don't mind me asking, um, much as the rest of the country has been, it's devastating. I mean, devastating to the economy. Hard for you know, hard for restaurants to stay open. Hard for you know, any place that books music to yeah. to be able to keep its doors open. And and for the musicians themselves, they've had to scramble. You know, I've been doing... Oh, yeah. I've been doing uh, remote guitar tracks for people, but you know, there's only so far that will go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everybody's, everybody's hurting. It's how it is. So we have to take care of each other and stick together and pull through this and try to do things that make sense from a health perspective. Are you doing any writing during this time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've been writing what I hope will be a new record. Um, and um, 
and also trying to figure out, you know, when touring is possible again, where I might be able to, to go. Because the records have been getting surprisingly nice response in some places I, I did not anticipate. So I'm hopeful that maybe I'll get to play there. <clears throat> Well, we're going to play a couple of tracks here in just a moment. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I and I I don't want to detract from you know what you're no, trying no, no, to say otherwise, but I'm real real quick, real real quick because you know Mark and I are on the uh, board of directors for the Memphis Blues Society here, and we're we're trying really really hard to support Memphis musicians, and sure. you know we have some campaigns going in that direction and whatever. And I know that you are, as well, a very big part of the Boston Blues Society. And so I was just curious about that. Like, um, how big is the Boston, you know, Blues Society? You know, um, are they are they able to be active right now? Uh, is there anything going on with that? Like, what is, what it, what is the Blues Society and the Blues community in Boston? Like, how how is that right now? I'm probably not the best person uh, to ask because I'm kind of a, I'm a kind of a lone wolf. But um, you know, I haven't really heard much. But that's not that's no reflection on the on the blues society itself. Right, right. Because uh, my days of being really active in it were earlier uh, when I had some you know personal friends that that were in it, but. Uh, it's just it's a tough time because you know where can anybody gather you know they exactly can really gather online um so have, have you done any of that have you done any of the uh, the streaming shows uh, that's been a thing too around here um i'm working on something that i did at a, a local studio and i'm hopeful that I, i'll you know get it to the point where i can uh release it but i'm a I'm a really bad perfectionist. <laughs> you know, that's I know it's I a understand that. That's a double-edged sword. I get it. it. Oh, I mean, man, no kidding. Because, yeah. you know, you know that it really comes to I guess it comes to bite you in the butt when you're in the studio and you're working on a tune. How do you know when it's done? And if you're going to overwork it, you're going to screw it up. You know, it's like that whole thing about good art is abandoned. And exactly. it, you have to like just go, okay, screw this. I'm done with it. This is as good as I'm going to, I'm just going to live with this. I mean, do you, you have to like salve those wounds a little bit, don't you? Well, that's why it's good to have a producer there. And the guy who helped me with this latest record, Mississippi Suitcase, is named, uh, Ducky Carlisle, and he works a lot with Tom Hambridge, yeah. who you know has done a bunch of the latter day Buddy Guy records. And Ducky's really good at saying no, that's really good, and you should like at least take some time and review it. You know, yeah. don't don't erase it or don't you know well, it will don't just... abandon it. It's actually really good, but it helps to have another perspective, particularly if you know that you have that. Right. Perfectionist streak because, you know, one little, like, thing that isn't articulated right can drive me, you know, <laughs> to distraction. And you need somebody else to say, yeah, but it's actually kind of cool that it's not perfect. Yeah, yeah, you want that rawness to it. I mean, yeah, I, man, exactly. You, Especially you want, in art. Well, yeah. Because then you, it's going to just be, you know, airbrushed or freeze dried if you don't. Right. You know, you don't want that because yeah. it doesn't have the vibe at all. You go back and you listen to a guitar solo and go, damn it, I should have played it this way. And then you realize, 
you know, this isn't so bad. It kind of grows on me. And you know, over time, as, the, as you perform those songs live, they're going to take on a life of their own anyway. But, you know, exactly it's right. it's that what's going on the permanent record, if you will, that's that, that I'm comfortable with. I guess it's, it's you, what, what are you comfortable with? And and that's that's that leads me to this. I want to I want to put a song on here. If if you've got the time, I want to I want to play a tune and come back and talk about Are it. Are you kidding? If I have the time, I'm honored to talk to you. Well, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Peter, don't get excited, buddy. It's it's going to be okay. Um, pick, so that's sweet. Boy Williamson. You remember that? I do. I do. I do remember that. Um, pick <laughs> pick a tune. I got the whole album in front of me. Let's uh, let's pick one and play it. Okay. Your call. I like the title tune. Mississippi Suitcase. I like it too. Slight Return, it says. That's a Jimi Hendrixism. I, I get it. I know. I love it. No. <laughs> I dig that. I do. Yeah, I, I, no, I that's it. cool. Well, I tell you what, Peter, let's play it right now and we'll come back and we'll have a chat about that and we'll, we'll get another tune or two on before cool, we man. cut that you loose. Great. In the Thank you. All right. So, uh, so here it is Mississippi Suitcase, the title track. It's Peter Parchek right here at Radio Memphis. <laughs>
mercy. That's some serious stuff right there. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. Man, thank you. Not too damn bad for a Boston dude. That's giving me uh, chills. Thank you. You know, it gave me chills, too, to hear somebody just lay into it the way you did and just, you know, and and just kind of let it go to the wind. And that's exactly what you did right there. That's a great song. It it really is. And and look, uh, uh, this is LJ here. Uh, at the station, uh, coming to you. Hi, uh, I got a question for you. Since I'm a sure. musician, I love, I love questions are easier for me. Um, <laughs> I want to know um, how your tone that you get is just so sweet. I thank you personally would like to know a little bit about maybe your your setup without you got it no no you got, uh, you mean on the record uh, well, yeah yeah but i mean in general you know what uh, is there a specific type of pickup that you like to play with uh what what kind of amp do you use what it's yeah gear talk with Elf. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, no, just, because because a lot of people like want to hear this i mean what do you what are you playing through yeah, i mean what, what's, what's your acts of choice yeah man on that particular track it was a, a telecaster okay with a pine body and a maple neck all right and um it was, I believe there's a humbucker in the front, kind of like the Albert Collins thing. Okay, gotcha. And um, the back pickup, I used to have a deal with DiMarzio. And Who? so it, it was a DiMarzio, okay. kind of like a Joe Barden pickup, like a, but not overwound, like actually kind of underwound, but just no hum. Oh, um, okay. So not that I have necessarily anything against them, but on that particular instrument, that's what's on it. And then... That was done at, at Ducky Carlisle's place, so Planet Nine from Outer Space. All right. What did you? Lives up to the moniker too. What did you? What did you run the guitar through? And he he had has really an impressive uh, kind of cadre of uh, vintage amplifiers. So yeah. that was a combination of two amplifiers. It was a Tweed Twin. Oh yeah. Okay. And and a Marshall. Oh yeah. Well, there's that fat sound right there. That's exactly. the tone. Exactly. So yeah. and and if we needed something to push it over the edge, he has a really, really amazing sounding Klon Centaur. And not all of those sound the same, but this one is just ridiculous. I've tried so many times to get that off of him and I've failed every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was total that was all there was like in the in the line between the amps was just that clon if if we thought we needed something and but the gain was down real low on the on the pedal. It, the gain was not coming from the pedal. It was just kind of pushing the output, <clears throat> if you will, of of the so on that track, that's what's going on. I'm basically a Strat and Tele guy. <clears throat> and that's pretty, you know, they might not all say Fender, but that's... Doesn't have to. Right, right. right? And then live, a lot of the time I'm using Tweed-style amplifiers. Um, Dude, that's or, solid. Or EL84-style amplifiers. But oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's like there. Up here, it's volume, stage volume is... It's really of concern, you know. Of course, right now there's no no place to be worried. About. <laughs> right, right. Club yeah. owners are really concerned. I used to be able to get away with a blackface super reverb, and I, you know, I 
I can't anymore. So I've gone to smaller tweed-style amplifiers that I can wind up, you know, and get that thing going. Yeah, yeah some places here have have uh, issues. I don't know. I guess is a good way to put it. And yeah. yeah. And it's, I remember the very famously the Hard Rock Cafe down on Beale Street had that, sure. had that issue. And they were like, well, no, we don't want them to play very loud. And, you know, we want people to sit and eat. And I'm like, dude, it's the Hard Rock. What the fuck are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> you know, but, at all. But, you know, the Hard Rock they, they always to, was. They need to rename it, you know, the Soft Rock. Yes, yeah. Uh, the home of air supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft rock uh, yacht cafe. Hey, guys. Could we do that? Do you think we'd make any money with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Natalie, what did you have? Yacht there, rock no, cafe. No, I, I just was, as I am always curious about guitar guys and just, you know, Peter, how, how many guitars do you have at the house right now? Yeah, yeah. Too many. Too many is 30, 40, 15? No, not, not that many anymore because we moved and uh, I sold about half of them. <clears throat> but, um, probably because, because of COVID or because you moved and you wanted to scale no, down? because or? we moved and I needed, hmm. I needed them to rate me in order to pay for this. Well, <laughs> sure. No, I, I got to ask you um, this, though. Uh, is there is there really such thing as too many guitars? No. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes, there is, David <laughs> no, George. One, one yes, every, there here, is. Here's the thing. Like, if I'm, you know, my, my issues of choice are guitars and amps and effects. You know what I mean? Those are uh -huh. my addictions. Right, right. Uh, and so when my wife walks by and she sees me looking at a guitar... <laughs> On the internet, you go, well, what's different about that one? Well, they're like, all different. They are. Everyone is different. <laughs> you just, you just, just, no, just. It's a look of pity. And you don't really want that from your wife. You know what I mean? You really, you look really of pity. keep the romance going. Uh, it's, it's simple, Peter. Just say, look, honey, I need one in every key. <laughs> no, yeah. I love yeah. that. 20, 20, yeah, 26 keys? It's a syndrome, Rick. I, I, yeah. If you look at my Facebook, there, it's G A. It's called G A S. It yes. is actually yes, right. yes. Yeah, I, I know I, that because I, I, I used to date very a musician. Few guitars I've seen that I don't want on some level. You know, it's it's embarrassing. But <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, everybody's it's got an addiction and a weak know, point, there right? Are many worse things to desire. Exactly. So, uh, so on stage, I mean, how many how many uh, how many guitars do you take on stage for a show? Uh, it depends, you know. It some things you, you just can only bring one, so it, mm -hmm. it's just depends on the situation. Like if you're flying, oh yeah, right? Flying, oh my god, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. But really if you're tough. not, so, and you can have like six, do you do six? I'm sorry. If you're not in a situation where you're flying and you're just doing a local gig, and you know, like you are going to doing a variety of your tunes. If you can bring six, I'm assuming you bring yeah, six, right. right? You nailed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That's why I was trying to put that off. <laughs> exactly. You know, you just show this show to your wife there, and everything will be just fine, Peter, I'm telling you. We're here as an enabler, if anything. <laughs> no, because I have to have one to play slide on, and that right? play in open tunings. Most oh, of my God, so let's right. talk about that for a minute. Yeah, because I want to yes, play a slide tune. Please, please, please. I love... Yes, there's that one song where you do a whole intro with slide, which is really cool. Cool. 
Yeah, so, I mean, what, I don't know. Talk about resonators. About he played. Yeah. He brought this, I think it's his signature model. It was a Gibson. It was like a 335, but it had P90s, and it had a Bixby. Oh, my. Oh, my God. He was able to play like slide and go between playing slide and then play straight. Wow. That's hard to do. Well, yeah. That is hard to do. With a big speed? did it very gracefully. Because yeah, the action on that alone, it just... Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. The action changes. You Dramatically. Know, the yes. The action would normally change. But he did it. I would complain more about keeping that telly in tune instead of you telling me about this beast. <laughs> <laughs> Telecaster owner knows what he's talking about. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, Joe, you throw a Bixby on there, and then you're like, God damn, how do you go from one to the other without losing all your tunes? See, that's what I don't understand is how how you could do that with a Bixby. Well, a friend once said to me who plays guitars with Bixby's, he said, you just, it's a spiritual quest. You forego (laughs) tuning when you use a Bixby. (laughs) That's true, though. (laughs) That's that's about as Delta Mississippi as it gets, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, fuck the tuning. No, we're just going right in. You know, we're in the key of C. got a Bixby on you. Fuck it. Exactly. We're in the key of Peter. (laughs) Speaking of what, you, uh, what's what's the slide tune you got on this record? Well, I know. Why don't we play the one that Luther plays on? Which uh, one is that? Is a one way ticket. Uh, da, 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 da. I have it. Life is a one way ticket. Let's play it. Cool. All right. Stick around. Uh, we're going to talk some more about this, and then and then we'll continue on. All right. Fantastic. Thank right. you. You bet. All right. So here you go. It is Peter Parchik. Life is a one-way ticket with the one of the Dickinson boys. All right.
Mississippi Suitcase. Peter Parchik. Life is a one-way ticket. <clears throat> dude, that's solid, dude. That is. Oh, hi. Whoa. Are you there, Peter? About, right? Where he, the way he goes between yes, playing I, slide and playing straight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That it's is really cool. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, you would think there was some studio trickery going on there, but no. no. It's all live. All that's live. No mirrors. No mirrors. No, no wizardry. No. Right. <laughs> well, uh, well, so, just, just to be able to play is the wizardry in and of itself. I want to know right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, the 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 title song for your new album, Mississippi Suitcase. Yes. Totally written by you, and is that from personal experience? He, yeah, he talked about that. Oh, yeah, we already did. It yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, he was carrying around the stuff. Was Where a, was I then? You were here asking that question. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're so. You're do you write all of your of stuff? I, I okay, was so then about just where I got the inspiration for the title. But your question is very accurate, and it's true, yes, from personal experience. Well, that's the blues, though. I mean, that's where right. a lot of blues guys tend to, tend to you know, really kind of dwell on what's going on in their world, you know. Uh, and not necessarily in a bad way, maybe in an unhealthy way, but... You know. <laughs> Well, but that's how it's all a coping mechanism, Peter. Involved, yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. It's all how you cope, and I, I get it, buddy. Right. I, I totally get it. Uh, I, while, while I'm thinking about it, uh, before we get a little uh, further into this, we're about to you know yeah. cut you loose into your night here. But uh, uh, where can folks get this record? Because it's it's an astounding album. It's a great collection of tunes. Oh man, thank you. Um, it's available on Amazon. Uh, if you want physical copies, that's the best place. And then if you uh, are into digital, then you know Apple, Apple iTunes. You can get it on there. Um, and my distributor is actually CD Baby, so they have a bunch of other partners. But those are the two, two main ones. Those are the ones I can remember. <laughs> I hear you, man. I, no. So, 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 where are you going from now? I, I assume you're already riding again. Kitchen to make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Or pour another drink. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Peter, we need to get you into Memphis, buddy. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to. I, I uh, always felt like I play better when I, when I come to Memphis because it's so inspiring. Um, it's kind of like New York in that way to me. It really pushes you to up your game because the, the history, you know, the tradition is so deep. There's so many great musicians that are inhabiting it and have inhabited it. And, I mean, shoot, man, you think about uh, just the newborns and, God, there's just so many. Mm-hmm. Good God, it's incredible. Well, when this when this all uh, comes to pass and, and, and it's a little better to, uh, to get on the road, you have, an, you have an open invitation to come sit in our studios. Perform live on the air with a band. If you don't bring a band, we'll we'll build you a band. God damn it! Well, that sounds good. We'll make I, it happen. I will take you up on that if if uh, you don't mind. I'd love to do that. Absolutely. No, we we'd love to love hear because you know pre-pandemic we turned the studio into a juke joint and we just bring an act in oh here. Oh my god! And for three oh, hours, yeah, three hours oh, it was talk yeah. and play and telling stories and lying, drinking beer and getting into fights in the parking lot and you know it was big. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, maybe, okay, sands the fight. I don't remember yeah. fights in the parking lot. Well, I don't yeah. remember the fights in the parking lot. <laughs> Set somebody's car on fire or whatever. I, you know, 
No, I kid. It's 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 a good time down here because we do spend a lot of it's been actually spend more time talking than you do playing, but but there's you know, usually you know, it's six or seven tunes that get thrown out there and the stories oh that go God, behind it. And I'd love to do that. And I'd love to have you down here in the studio, Peter, with uh with whatever you want to bring and uh, whatever you don't have, we'll make it happen. Yeah, well I know I know there's brilliant musicians there because I a couple of times I came and I didn't have a band and uh there was a, a couple of guitar players, one of whom agreed to play bass, and we found a drummer, and it was just magical, man. Well, we, Peter, have, we, have, a Peter, we have a studio hey, band. We Willie have a Hall. We yep. can, I, I'm personal no, that's right. All of us are personal friends with Willie Hall. We Willie can Hall get Willie Hall Blues down Brothers. here. Me. No, no, he can, he'll come uh, down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brad Webb. We'll get Brad yeah. Webb down oh here. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll build you a band. Damn it! It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a problem That's at all. That's not a problem. Uh, Peter, to, to turn you loose, uh, give give me give me another tune here. Well, um, one of you was mentioning a, a song where uh, it starts with slide. Yeah, that was me. Yes. No, so I'm thinking. Um, were you thinking of Beyond Here Lies Nothing? That one, the Dylan song. I don't give me the lion, but. Well, I just queued it up. And you so probably have more than one that starts out that way, I'm guessing. But I'm hoping I nailed this. I hope that this is the one. <laughs> this is. I had recorded this previously really more like Otis Rush because it's the song is originally kind of based around All of Your Love, I Miss Loving. Yeah. But this time I wanted to try it more, to quote a phrase, more laid back, more romantic, so that the lyrics uh. kind of really had time to speak. You and got me so, already. And that and that uh, slide guitar is actually tuned to a minor chord. Um, oh, that's neat. Yeah, it, it's a really pretty evocative way to go. And I hadn't hadn't done that as much, but um, previously. But feel pretty good about how it came out. Well, fantastic, Peter Parchik. Uh, thank you so very much for your oh, man, time. Thank you. Thank all of you. And please stay safe. Wishing you uh, healthy and peaceful 2021 and I hope that I really do get to come down there and play. That would be amazing. You just let as, us know when you're on your way, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Alright, man. Well, then I'm going to take you up on it. Very good. We they expect still you to. do those things where they um, they have like shows at the Folklore Place? The Center for Southern Folklore? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, man. I saw some great music in there. Oh yeah, oh, there's wow. some great music in there. Yeah, oh yeah. There's Good God. once we get past all this this pandemic business, man, everything will be full bore, and there'll be music everywhere. You couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a musician in this town. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> Peter. Thank you so very much, my friend. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank Happy New Year so to you. For having me. You bet. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Peter. Hey, <laughs> here it is. Beyond here lies nothing. Peter Parchik, Radio Memphis.
Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. Now that we're all spending more time at home, let us help you keep things feeling calm and peaceful. We have a huge selection of incense, including sticks, cones, and powders, along with burners to keep your home smelling great and feeling calm. We also offer sage, palo santo, smudges, and room sprays. Add some crystals, singing bowls, or candles, and choose from a variety of mindful living gifts to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar. That's a career. That is a career. <laughs> it's, 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 it was as if those two guys could sort of exist in one universe and really not at the same time. It's like a Schrodinger's type of thing there. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> Let us play uh, some, we, we, we referred to those, you came from Memphis CDs. Yeah. And on, on the, I think it's on the first volume, there's a one string guitar player called Moses Williams. And, uh, and I heard him in the archive of the Center for Southern Folklore. Yes. I think he's, he, he resides in Florida, but it's just a great example of a one-string guitar player. And I have the tune here. Yeah, Which Way Did My Baby Go? Which, please play it for your well, listeners. Well, let's, let's play it right now. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, 
or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. All right, there you go. You know, you're what's coming up next time on the program. Great conversation from a fine Memphian and American, Robert Gordon. Uh, before we wrap things up here, I want to take a quick uh, moment to uh, remind you folks about Feed the Blues. It's a thing. It's happening. It's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Because what we have done, uh, Radio Memphis and um, uh, uh, the Memphis Blues Society got together. They loved each other so very much. They held each other in a very special way, and they gave birth to <laughs> Feed the Blues. If you go to Facebook and search Feed the Blues, you'll see it. You'll see it. I think it says it's Feed the Blues. It's a community organization, I guess is how that was done. Uh, Mark put this together for us. And it's a, it's a, just a quick overview of what it is that it's all about. And it's a chance for you, if you live in the Memphis area, to contribute to a food bank that has been constructed, if you will. <laughs> it's it's invaded Studio C, which is fine. I mean, we're not doing anything else with it anyway right now. So, hey, we're keeping some canned goods, non-perishable food items. You'll see some pictures there on that, that page of uh, some of the stuff that we've been collecting and what we've been doing here. We're setting up a once-a-month delivery, that's right, delivery, of, of these food items to various musicians that have, have uh, taken it on the chin here. You know, the, the pandemic has stopped shows from, from working, and it's a, well, it's a problem. And because of this, well, we've got, to, uh, we've got to step it up a little bit and look after these folks, and that's what we've done. And uh, if you are in the Memphis area that are listening to this, and if you want to take part in this, all you have to do is bring down your non-perishable food items. When you go to a grocery store, right, because we're all doing it, pick up a, pick up a, a few extra things. And it I'm not talking, don't be pricey. Just pick up a, a few things. You know, a couple of cans of corn, some green beans maybe, tuna, uh, sardines, that kind of stuff. Uh, set that aside. Bring it on down to our studios. You can do it weekdays. At uh, uh, 4745 Poplar Avenue, Suite B100. We are, we're right across the street from that Schlotzky's there on Poplar. They're in the middle of Memphis. East Memphis is what it is. Come through the glass doors there in the, in the, in the entryway, in the lobby, and then come downstairs, and you'll see our lobby right down there, right there where our offices are, and you can just drop it off there and, and, uh, and wave at us, and we'll say hello, and you can be on about your way, and we'd appreciate you if you, you know, could help us out. Now, if, if that's not your bag or if you're not in the area, but you got a few bucks that you want to throw at the cause. That would be awesome, too. And you can do that by going to MemphisBluesSociety.com and look for the Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund, or which is a PayPal thing. Or you can find there's a direct link on the Feed the Blues page on Facebook. Just that simple. So all the details are right up there. We'd love if you could help us out. That'd be great because we're going to keep doing this until everybody gets back to work. Just like that. We don't need anybody to go hungry. So there's that's a that's a cool thing. So there you go, my friends. You heard what's coming up next time on the program. I'm done. I'm out of here. Please, y'all take care of yourselves. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wipe your ass. That would be kind of nice too. <laughs> you nasty bastards. Keep washing your hands. Saw a story. I'm not making this up. The percentages of people not washing their hands is going down. What the, the, what the, what the hell is the matter with you people? Yo, wash your goddamn hands. Really? Do I have to keep telling you this? Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. We'll see you next time. And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland.
Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. 